Hey, welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all the things that culture doesn't want to talk about. And that might scare you. Hey, we're so glad to have you back. This is episode two. Uh, last week, you know, we kicked it off with episode one, and, and we're going to uh, jump in here now to uh, Romans chapter 13 in context with what's been going on with the COVID shutdowns and government authority. Because many times I have heard from believers that it is, it, we've got to do what the government says because Romans 13 says we need to be subject to the authority God places up because all authority has been placed there by God. So so what's that context there, Nathan? Well, I, I'm going to say that that doesn't mean that anything a king wants to do or anything a governor wants to do, they can do, unless that's the system of government that you have, mm. right? If you have a system of government that that is, you know, like we have, where we have a representative, you know, republic and, and a constitutional republic, then that's the authority. Right. 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 It's not, and and every person who works in that system bends knee to that authority. And uh, so just, just stop and listen to Romans chapter 13. This is verse one. It says, let every person be in subjection to the governing authorities. Amen. No problem. For there is no authority except from God and those which exist are established by God. Amen. Therefore, he who resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. So we have no problem with recognizing authority. The question is, are the people who are in those places of authority to represent the authority that's over them doing it properly. Mm. And if not, we have the right to call them on it. Right, absolutely. And again, in context, here we are a constitutional republic. When our founders set up the authority of this nation, and Romans 13 says it, it was because of God's leading, God has placed authority up, right? So it's it's God's hand leading them to do what they did. And they placed this constitutional republic in in motion. And what it is in this constitutional republic is a self-governing system. So we, the people, are the governing authority. The constitution is what we have created as the people to make sure those who are in authority or, or in office, politicians, are subject to the ultimate authority, which is the Constitution. So in our context as a republic, we have to look at the, we, it's kind of like the supremacy of authority I always talk about. You have God's word, that's the top authority. If any authority underneath of it steps out from the, the boundaries of God's word, well, we as believers, we say, nope, God's word says this, we're gonna honor God's word because it's the supremacy of the authority. Well, in the United States, then you have the Constitution. Right underneath the God's word, you have the next step down, which would be the Constitution. So then we say, okay, everything has to fall in line first with God's word and then the Constitution and there's no problem. And they're working on a premise. Uh, you know, you got you got some things happening in the world at the time the Constitution is written. You, you've got the American Revolution, but you also, in a short period of time, you're going to have the French Revolution. Yeah. And the concepts by which that they're basing that on is what they actually know about the human heart. Yeah. Right? So one says that all people are innately good. 
the the other says, no, they're not. They need lots of checks and balances yeah, yep. because they will become corrupted yeah. with power, right? So be careful and don't trust the human heart. Now, that's a very biblical thing, Mike, because the Bible says, you know, the heart is deceitful yep. above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. So if you realize my heart is not good, so that's why we're going to write down when we're sober-minded, when we're not trying to grasp all these power and control people, we're going to recognize where our failing is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to we're going to follow uh, the, the reality of needing to have multiple voices here mm-hmm. who can bring us sobriety to it. The Bible says that there, you know, in the presence of many counselors, there's wisdom. Why? Because one of us can stick up our hand and go, I don't think that's quite right. <laughs> or have we thought about it this way? Hey, you're kind of dumb. Uh, you're not thinking about this over there, you know? So that's, but, yeah. But if you're jumping into the concept of uh, all men are innately good, well, well that's you, anti-gospel, need, first off. That why is, do you need government then at that point? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's do you, do you realize even to say that all men are innately good is an anti-Christ, it's an anti-Christ statement. Yeah. Right. Because Jesus, when the rich young ruler comes to him, he says, good teacher, what must I do to be saved? Jesus is like, hold the phone. Wait a minute. Why do you call me good? Don't you know there's none good but God? Now, Jesus is God. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he wants to see if the young man knows that. He's thinking. Right? He's Yeah. yeah like, yep. see, I, there's none good but God, but you called me good, and you're right. I just want to know if you know why you're right, right? <laughs> and, and but he makes that statement. Jesus makes a statement. There is none good but God. Yeah, yeah. So how in the world could we think? Oh, come on! Did God really say that yeah. we're not good? Because we're going to hear that over and over in these podcasts. Yeah. Did God really say? And then you jump into the the idea. Did God really say that we're good, or did God really say that we have a heart problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. And you know, the founders of this nation, uh, you read the Federalist Papers, you have Publius, Publius, Publius. That's fun to say. That's a fun to say, right? <laughs> That's a pseudonym for John Locke, Alexander Hamilton, and James Madison when they were writing the Federalist mm-hmm. Papers. They are discussing in the first kind of 10, uh, 15 Federalist Papers right there, they're discussing that very topic. They're saying, man is a mix of good and evil. How How do we control how do we accentuate the good and play down the bad right and what type of government because they were studying the greeks they were studying they were studying democracies right well democracies we think okay we're we're a democracy you hear that all the time people say you are we're a democracy majority rules right well no 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 our founders knew correct the the majority can be wrong sometimes that's because the majority is not always good. So what happens if the majority in a democracy says, you know what, Nathan, we're going to take your house. You, you haven't done anything. We're just going to take your house because we want your house. That's mob rules. That's mob rules. And they can do it in a majority rules. A democracy, they can do that. In a, in a true democracy. In a true democracy. That's, that's right? why that's not what America is. That's why the founders didn't want that because they knew that man was a mixture of good and bad. That's what they were going back and forth. They were like, there is definitely... Um, there's definitely virtue in men. We, you see men do virtuous things all the time, but there's also a wickedness. And that's where scripture says, hey, the heart is wicked. It's deceitful. Who can know it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and when you are operating quickly, you're not operating with your best wisdom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why we are supposed to be slow to speak, mm-hmm. quick to listen. Why? Everybody wants us, hey, tell us right now. What, what, what do you think about that? Well, yeah. hold on. 
you know, could I see the evidence? Like, could I look at the whole situation? Let me, let me find out because I'm hearing it secondhand. All the things that when you want to make a quick decision, that's more mob rules kind of mentality versus what we're trying to do would say, let's think about it in advance. Let's think about the worst case scenario. Let's write the law so it protects the weakest uh, of the weak, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you're, you're trying to write something that's equitable, realizing too that you still only have you know, 60, 70 years yeah. of experience in your, in your writing it. So you're trying to learn from history. We've quit learning from history. Uh, now we think we're just so smart because we're in the information age. Yeah, right. We're enlightened. I would say we're we're probably more foolish than we've ever been. If you if you really want to stop and look at that, and 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 yeah. But I want to get back to I want to get back to Romans thirteen here. So in twenty twenty has been a fascinating year because it's been a live case study of constitutional uh, constitutionality. Really, is what it's right. been. And so in the church, I, I've heard from many churches that say, well, we want to shut down because we, we have to honor, per God's command, we have to honor what the governor says or the president says. Or, and, and what I have been saying, and, and for the last year and a half, I've been saying, guys, no, 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 we have to honor the authority that God has placed up in, in America. That's what Romans 13 says. Well, in America, it's the Constitution. It's us. It's we the people. And I heard Governor Murphy from New Jersey uh, on Tucker Carlson's show uh, probably about a year ago now, right when this whole thing was kind of really getting uh, getting bad. And he comes on the show and he says, Tucker asked him, he says, hey, Governor, have you, you've shut down churches. You've left open bars, but you've shut down churches. I'm sure that you've, you understand the constitutionality of this and you've had lawyers that have really been weighing in on this you, somewhere you you believe you've got authority to do this so tell me where's your authority in this the governor no joke on live television my my jaw dropped when he said this he said well tucker uh, I don't really think too much about the constitution when when we made this decision that to be honest that's above my pay grade <laughs> that's what we pay you for <laughs> It's like <laughs> literally your job, your very first thing that you said you'd do when you took the office was protect this document. My, you ought to read it. But I, I, it was like the, it was like the face palm emoji oh a thousand my. times over. Oh and I my. thought to myself, I was like, this is why we're in the problem we're in because we have elected officials who swear an oath to uphold the authority of our land. And then they do stupid stuff and they don't think about, oh, this oath that I swore to the constitution, am I? Am I operating within my authority? So when they step out of their authority, so when Governor Murphy in New Jersey stepped outside of his authority, what should the church's response have been? They should have been, Governor, you're out of place with the, with the authority of the Constitution. Therefore, per Romans 13, we're not going to listen to what you're saying. Yeah. We can't obey what you're saying because yeah. God has not placed you as the authority in the United States. Now, is that the same in, is that the same in Iran? Is that yeah. the same? Is that the same in Iran? <laughs> what? What? And I and I asked that question, Nathan, because the church's response to authority in Iran is going to look very different than the church's response to authority in the United States, because because they're two very different authorities. Yeah, you have the mullahs and and the imams leading Iran. Right. That would I would say look more like Romans thirteen in the context of of Nero and and Caesar, right? And, yeah. You know, so. they want us to honor authority when they don't honor the authority over their own heads. Yeah. Well, what I mean, who is going to follow a hypocrite of a, a of a leader? Yeah. I mean that that's where you can't you 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 can't tell us that we have to answer to your authority, but then you you spurn the very thing that you took a vow yeah. that you would protect it. And when when I see like you know you talk about Iran. 
boy, what a difficult place to submit there. And yet there is another question. When you have an authority that asks something that is not what God says, Mm -hmm. when do you go, well, forget it. And I'll give you a case in point. One of the things that was being talked about is, well, Pastor Nathan, what if they tell you that we're not allowed to sing because it throws the virus, you know, 20 feet or whatever? And I said, well, we're not going to obey that. We're, we're just how not going to obey that. How dare you? Oh, I know. How dare how, you? How, how evil. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, Paul the Apostle, who is, you know, a, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit writing the Word of God, says, when you come together, sing songs and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Yeah. Well, we're going to sing. Yeah. And you're not going to tell them so we, we can't. Yeah. And, you know, if they're going to say, well, we have to know who's at your assembly. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. We don't have to tell you. Yeah. You know? Um. It is, you know, the Constitution is beautiful because it doesn't give us our freedoms. It tells government what they're not allowed to do. Exactly. It limits the government. It doesn't, it, our freedoms come from from our, our founders being able to recognize that these are God-given, this is, this is God-given rights. The, this is liberty. You go back and read the Declaration of Independence. The dec- you can't read the Constitution without first reading the Declaration. The Declaration was this beautiful, poetic just truth of God's established natural law. And God's natural law says all humans have have the right to be free. Everyone, doesn't matter your color, doesn't matter your ethnicity, your your, your the language you speak, the, the creed you adhere to, every single human has the natural right to be free. The founders knew that. And they said, hey, we're going to make sure government never takes that away because they had been studying history for thousands of years back and they had, they had seen government time and time again say, oh, we are, we're going to take those rights from you because, and then we're going to let you think that we give you your privileges. And, and here we are in 2021. And how many times do I hear a CDC official or a government official say, hey, if you're good, You'll have the privilege to get together on the Fourth of July for a barbecue. We'll give you that privilege back, and Whatever. I want to. And I want to be like you. Have no authority to even speak like that. No. So I'm not even going to listen. I'm not even going to waste my time listening to something that stupid that you're saying. You know. And that, to me, it, it goes back to we're, we're honoring. And people say, "Well, Mikey, you just called someone stupid." Well, they're saying something that's very. Very foolish. Wait a minute. We we need to just stop right here because we're in the book of Galatians right now. Oh, man. Paul Love calls it. the Galatians, oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? And the word foolish means brainless, dense, not using your brain. That is the equivalent. And, and he says it not once, but at least twice. Yeah. Right? So when something is stupid, can we not call a spade a spade? And and if a person is acting not up to what they ought to be acting, they need to change their mind so that they don't fall into the category of fool. Yeah. Because there are fools out there. Mm -hmm. There are, you know, they're they're just really stupid concepts that are that people are allowing themselves to think yeah. and they are making the world worse it's like I, there's a there's a movie um i, I want to say it's like a adam sandler movie but he gives an answer and the answer is so bad <laughs> yeah, that billy madison yeah okay billy madison he says he says nothing that you just said there even remotely resembled an answer and everyone is dumber for having listened to you and and you are you awarded no, no points, points and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> that's that's literally that's what we're living in today. Oh my gosh. Well, on that note, 
note, on that note, that is the end of our 15 minutes here. Uh, you know, we hope you're not a foolish human being, uh, but if you are, may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but this has been Jesus, Sex, and Politics here in this podcast. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. Hey, we talk about all the things culture doesn't want to talk about. That scares you. All right, we'll see you next time. Thank you.